All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the test episode of Philadelphia. I am your co-host Q, and I'm here with Rory. How you doing there, bro? Uh, not too bad. Just got back from the gym. Uh, All right, feeling pretty good. Uh, feel, feeling like I want to uproot my life. Feeling like I need maybe I need <laughs> change. <laughs> Folks, who amongst us has not gone on a on business trip and just decided, you know what? Maybe. Oh, hold on, just a sec. Yeah. Maybe this whole marriage thing is just a little, a little too much for us, and we need. Uh, oh, rated? Why not? Why not just blow up your whole life? Why not? Why not just oh, on a whim? Just you met some guy at like I don't know, like the Australian Realtors Convention in like Adelaide, <laughs> just some like shitty convention hall, and you're like, yeah, you know what? It's time. It's time to make a change. Time to make a change in our lives. Time to grow as a person. Uh, divorce our husband of fourteen years. Um, to be with a guy you've met exactly one time, one time, and one time only. In a bank well, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we give people a little bit of a background? Probably should explain this. to what this, what we're talking about. So, um, well, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into the uh, the explanation, just just a couple of things. One, this is a this is a test episode. So if you're here, you're here for the other uh, sneak preview of the uh, the Philadelphia show. All right, this it's not just going to be. This is like the initial invite to like Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like the people who got like the uh, the invites. The test invites to Google Plus. Remember that? Google Circle. Oh, God. <laughs> Google Circles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like the first crowd of InfoWars, and hopefully it will end <laughs> the same way in a lawsuit. Yeah. So the uh, Philadelphia is the, uh, the, the podcast, the official podcast of normal men. Just just regular guys. We yeah. are just normal men. And... Uh, the the So the first episode, or at least the uh, the test episode, what we're going to be doing is just like in the, the format and everything down pat. Um, and it's not just going to be a call-in show. It's going to be a uh, you know whole show on YouTube and everything when we're uh, ready to get going, which should should be fairly soon. As soon as I get back from the Bahamas, your boy's going out to uh, going nice somewhere warm and nice. Well, it's birthday, yeah. So uh, anyhow, the uh, this test episode is actually we're uh, it's going to be it's going to be coming back to right the topics that guys normally uh, experience go through. Items of discussion where, like, we're just generally discouraged from talking about it on Twitter and other forms of social media because, I mean, we already know fucking why. Um, and uh, so, so for this uh, test episode, we actually wanted to talk about when it, when it's a good time to ghost somebody. Like, because people say all the time that uh, ghosting is a form of abuse. It's manipulative. It's gaslighting. It's this, that, and the third. To which I say, no, absolutely not. Sometimes, sometimes people should be ghosted. You know, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's, it's good, not only good, but encouraged. Like, you really should go somebody. Like, if I was to hear a couple of the situations that we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, if somebody had brought them to me and said, man, what, bro, what should I do about this? I would say, yeah, you should just block her on all social media and never talk to her again. Should I, like, call her and let her know what's up? No, no, don't tell her anything. Just fucking ghost her. Block her shit. Yeah. Yeah. So and... uh, this, this, this story that uh, has been circulating around, like, um, I guess like like women's empowerment and like coaching blogs and that kind of thing. In this, Australia, this is this is a very Australia. This is a very Australia limited. I might. It's a very, add. It's a very regional thing. Yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, this is not this, this coach. This life coach. This life coach uh, wrote a book. Uh, the book is called "When a Soulmate Says No," and it's uh, the, the author had a fairly. Well, let's let's, uh, let's talk she had, about. She had a that. she had a roller yeah she had a let's roller coaster experience so, where she she met hold up she met. Somebody that she thought to be no, 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 no,
let's let her let's let her explain in her own words in an article hey you go ahead you go ahead uh so the article is titled i left my marriage because i met my soulmate days later i was single so it's, it's off to a good start so yeah uh, this is so this is an, an Australian woman, a memoir, uh, shall we say? Um, cue, cue, by the way, cue the cue the women are suicide bombers tweet for this one. Just which, which one is that? Oh, women are suicide bombers. They don't care if they embarrass themselves as long as they can embarrass you too. Like that, that rule, is the, true, rule, yeah. the rule is undefeated. It's undefeated. But here's the thing: I don't, who does she really? I think this is an example of like I don't know. This is like the guy that like like blew himself up in like a i don't know like a like a stuckies on his way to the bombing because like it it, it was it was so incompetent that it actually didn't manage yeah anyone didn't actually manage to yeah no casualties except the bomber themselves yeah absolutely because like so let's let's take a look at this right okay so um i reached out to jason about a month after we met him to let him know that through the circumstances of a family friend's funeral Hold on. You know, actually, maybe a better article to put about this is a more because that this is a okay. Here we go. Uh, New York Post. All right, a woman who left her husband of fourteen years for a man she only met once has revealed the three words that saw her world come crashing down. <laughs> Amanda Trenfield has written a memoir called "When a Soulmate Says No." detailing how she met a man at a group dinner during a work conference she attended with her husband and quickly fell for him. After ending her marriage and reaching out to the man a month after, he initially agreed to meet Trenfield while she was in town for a funeral. However, in an extracted interview with Mamma Mia, the Sydney, Australia woman revealed the next day she received a man, an email from the man revealing he no longer wanted to meet. Um... Now, I don't know if we could really share, like, a picture of what this woman looks like, uh, but I, she seems like, Q, I, I can't hear you. You're not, I think you're still muted. Oh, I said, uh, send, send me the link to the article and I can pull it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. This might be a better one. So this is, uh, this isn't the New York Post one, but I think this, this picture really, I think, better than any other summarizes what she looks like. All right. Shooting it to you now. Oh my goodness, she's got some long teeth. She she kind of looks like an even more neurotic version of like Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> is, is how I how I would describe yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the eyes. I see it. I can see it. It it's not good. It's really not good, lads. Um. Oh boy. No, keep going, keep going. No, just give me a second, I'll, I'll pull it Okay, so... Um, the next morning, I received a message. It was brief, unemotive. He thought about my proposition and decided it wouldn't be a good idea for us to catch up or stay in touch. Mm -mm. Okay, so first off, first off, first off, he didn't ghost her. He basically just told her, like, please never talk to me again. Which... Um, you know, it, good for him, right? Like, I, I cannot imagine, like, you think about it like this. You meet a woman. She seems like, I don't know, like, 
maybe I don't know what this guy looks like. Everybody calls him like Jason in all of these articles. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what he looks like, but I mean, maybe like maybe he's just like got a thing for like very very British milfs, very very British. Um, and no, and like she's a, she's a very unfortunately British looking person. Uh, very much so, and and he was just like, well, yeah, maybe like I'm gonna meet up with her, maybe I'm gonna get some like some like get my like fucking dick wet or whatever, like. And then he sees like a month later, like, hi, so I I divorced me husband, me old man, me uh the old gaffer, I let him out, and on now I'm ready to to be with you forever, love. And he was like, "Oh my god, like, yeah. <laughs> this is a little much." And yeah. and here's the thing: I will say that really fucking bugs me. And I don't know if she's just only in her book, or if she never, if she never said how like how it worked, or or if she never wrote it, or this is a book exclusive. But apparently, she mm-hmm. sent him a very revealing email. Okay. Um. Because okay. Oh, by the way, chat. Let me let me know. Uh, let me know in, in the chat if you can see this lady. All right, Amanda Amanda Trenfield. Yeah, just, she's it's just very just unfortunately British looking. It's it's a lot. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's see. She said she couldn't let it go, drafting an incredibly vulnerable reply that made her want to run and hide before hitting sand. See, that that is your subconscious telling you, like, no, don't. No, don't do it. Like, you, you probably should rethink this. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, he never asked her to do any of this, by the way. This was purely yeah. unprompted. She blew up her marriage um, and, and just went off on a guy that they've maybe exchanged five minutes of conversation. Mm. Um, it's like I was honestly yeah so that kind of gives you an idea of where this was going uh, so she goes I had to move forward somehow I had to move forward um, as part of moving forward over a two year period she documented her seven stages of dealing with the devastating blow uh, not the divorce by the way um, the divorce that was whatever no it was the fact that this random guy she met at like yeah like a an australian realtors meeting um was just like no actually i would not like to get to know you you seem completely insane yeah yeah so there's a whole article she's written um well i mean not just an article she wrote a whole book oh she wrote a whole book this is an excerpt yeah um all right so here we go I reached out to Jason a month after we met to let him know that through the circumstances, okay, I'm not going to do an Australian accent, of a family <laughs> fu- friend's funeral, I would be near his home for a few days. Oh, good God. She didn't say it like that. Hello, Jason. I will be near your home for a few days. Because no, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it does require a little bit of teeing up because you have to understand like how delusional this this whole arrangement was like and i'm not i'm not sure how she thought it was going to work out in her head but i think if you hear the preamble you'll understand how weird this was so uh in the sydney morning herald she 
uh, they also clipped her book. And I'll, I'll read from the, uh, the clip. I, I wasn't expecting a formal dinner with cheerful conference attendees in the beautiful West Australian town of Margaret River to turn my life upside down. I had a good life. I wasn't looking to upend it. Or was I? This is, by the way, an excerpt from her book. The, I, like, which, whichever editor let that one through the process, okay, whatever. I decided only the week earlier to attend the three-day event with my husband. It wasn't in the family holiday plan, and we had to arrange care for the children, but I saw it as a perfect opportunity for us to reconnect as we had become quite distant. I believe that time away from the stress of everyday life was the perfect remedy to reignite our relationship. We entered the magnificent oak-paneled dining room, taking our seats at a long, elegantly laid table. My husband sat to my left and quickly engaged another couple in conversation. So it's not as if she just went on a work trip by herself. She was there with her husband when this whole thing went down. As I settled into my seat, I looked up and immediately lost my breath. When our eyes met, there was an instant familiarity that ran deeper than water cooler chat. These eyes had locked before. Twelve years earlier, his name was Jason. I hadn't forgotten. Throughout the dinner, I was my usual animated and conversational self. I was, after all, in sales. The group chatted happily, all of us enjoying an excellent degustation of West... Jesus Christ. Of West Australian delicacy... What the fuck is a degustation of West Australian delicacies? She writes, she writes like What's an article the... head. She's... Yeah, but it's also <laughs> like, what West Australian delicacies could you... Po- like, it's fucking grilled wombat? Like, what are we talking here? Um... <laughs> As the entree was served, Jason offered me a sip of his wine to taste the robust old vine Shiraz. After a little banter and coaxing, I accepted. Well, I was Over the course the of kangaroo. the kangaroo. <laughs> it was cooked in the patch. <laughs> <laughs> you ever eaten a Tasmanian devil? <laughs> they boiled it. Um, Over the course of the evening, my attraction to Jason developed. I soon became aware of his every breath, and I unconsciously mirrored his pace. I caught myself, embarrassingly, looking at his chest through his slim-fitted white evening... White? Evening... Sh- He's wearing a fucking button-down Oxford, all right? Um, yes, he <laughs> oh, had a... my it- evening shirt, my love. My evening shirt. Yeah, my evening shirt. <laughs> uh, I've got, yes, he- I got huh? morning... I got, I got ketchup on my evening shirt, love. <laughs> uh, yes, he had a fit, toned, and attractive body, but it was his chest... Was it his chest I was drawn to? Uh, spoiler alert, yes, yes it was. When when dessert was served, he offered me a sample of his decadent and oozy chocolate... Pu- Jesus Christ, man. I'm having a hard dude, time this, with this. Dude, this one was just like... The, the, the fucking floor was just no, like... I ha- no, I have to day. get through... No, you have to actually read... Like, you have to hear uh, this entire preamble because it's... It just okay. goes on. I'm not going to read every word of it. I will link it. But these parts are amazing to me. Um, And by the way, when I say... that, When I say... I, I've said this before, and people got really mad at me, but I, I stick to every word. I, I, I will stand by what I said 100%. Women don't have game. Women do... I. No. Caveat, caveat, caveat. Trans women have game. Trans women have game. Some lesbians have game, because there's, there's like lesbian fuckboys out there, and they know how to run game, especially the studs. But for the most part, because remember, there's only, there's only like 10 lesbians in the world, right? For the most part, there are only ten, women yeah. do not women do not have game. All right. No, they, what they tend to do uh, is they tend to have like weird. It's very weird game. Like, and it's not to say that like women can't be like cool or like fought, like awesome or whatever. Yeah. It's it's more just like yeah. the way they don't really hit on people very well. No, well, it, because it tends they're, to not, be very they're not very weird. Yeah, they're not it. used to it. 
they're not used to it. Like the uh, the thing is, most women don't have game, and it's not their fault. It's because they don't have to, right? Like you don't really, you don't really have to work to get a guy interested in you. And that is, if he's going to be interested in you. All right. Uh, so anyway, when dessert was served, he offered me a sample of his decadent and oozy chocolate pudding. I declined, but he scooped up a generous spoonful and fed me across the table anyway. He displayed a level of familiarity normally reserved for close friends or lovers. By the way, this this guy's just he's just being nice. Uh, if anyone had been watching us, they would have been at least curious as to the nature of our relationship. By the way, at this point, he's just given no, a spoonful of cake. All right, they would. No, not. they wouldn't. By the time the group left the restaurant late in the evening, all my senses were on high alert. It was abundantly clear that the energy between Jason and me was somehow charged. I instinctively also, understood that. Where was her husband in all of this? He was. She was boozing it up with the boys. Um, and, oh, dude, and he... trying to get her attention every so often, and she was ignoring him to talk to No, he's probably just like, oh, thank fucking God, me. My <laughs> <laughs> wife is all over the ass talking about, <laughs> talking about ears and cake and some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I instinctively understood, though, that this was more than just lust. Something I had felt many times before. I also under- understood that it was more than simply physical attraction, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. At the hotel yes. bar, Jason bought me a glass of my favorite rosé. We looked into each other's eyes. By the way, he, he, if a man says, hey, can I get you a drink, right? Which, I mean, at work functions will often happen with it like, happen, yeah, yeah, yeah like innocent motives. And uh, you say, I'd like this one. I'd like this rosé. Which, which rosé do you like? I like this one. He doesn't know, and it is not in any way relevant to him, that is your favorite rosé. He's just he he's being nice and getting you a drink. He bought, he, he bought me my favorite. He bought, bought me my favorite macro brew, Michelob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he got me my oh, favorite man. patch. All right. Um, his eyes dark and mysterious. Mine big and brown. We locked eyes and clinked glasses. The electricity between us was strong and raw. It traveled to my core. It was so intense that I needed to break eye contact. He, we, the energy. It was electric. My body was completely charged. I was completely on. That's a lot of words to say. I was horny. I was. I was. So, I was ready to fuck this guy. Like this is <laughs> this is a level of horn that I have never experienced. Like it's weird. Because yeah. like here's the thing. This does. I will say like this does occasionally happen with men. I don't like where it's like yeah they just become like weirdly infatuated with a person. The, the mm. difference here is that you don't, like, like, there's no, like, weird, so, like, social push to be like, oh, no, you should, like, divorce your wife and become, like, a life coach. And if you do, if you do follow that path, you will never tell them how this journey began. You will never no, say. No, after, You would after, never after publish the, it in a book. No. Absolutely. No, Absolutely no, 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 Unless, no. Unless, like, if you no, were going to publish it in a book, no, it would have no. to be because you were... So sorry for what you did. You know what I mean? Which you, sh- which you should be. All right, so I'm, I'm going to skip ahead a bit here. I knew in my heart, in my soul, in the very fabric of my being that I had profoundly changed. I couldn't articulate the feel. Yeah, you, you just got horny. I couldn't articulate the feelings, the sensations, the experience, the connectedness I experienced with Jason was at a level, level impossible to describe. All I knew for certain was that this one encounter, in the most unlikely of places, a real estate conference uh under the most unusual of circumstances a professional work gathering yeah it was had you, dramatically you, you altered met, my life 
Dude, how many? You met a guy. How many people fuck somebody at like a work conference? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to never happens. It, it never, never happens. happens. Who would have ever thought at like a weird work function, I would get like I would. Well, actually, I mean, I I would actually think that she would at least like get her back walls blown out by this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that didn't really seem to happen anyway, or either. So I guess that is a surprise. Um, but right. so uh, then the, hold on. Let me let me get through the, the last of the expert. Um, the next few days were a complete blur. I couldn't make sense of my feelings. I couldn't escape unrelenting thoughts of Jason. I certainly couldn't fathom how I'd. Re- so you know that this is like a. It's a you know. It's a fake name, right? The guy's name is not actually Jason. The it's fact like, that he did you ever like, play the, Heavy Rain. No, actually, I haven't. It's one of the games oh, I've been meaning yeah. to play, but haven't. But like the yeah. fact that like you had Jason. to invent a name for this guy, and yeah, and the best you could come Jason. up with was Jason, like Jason. <laughs> I certainly couldn't fathom how I'd resume my normal life, a full-time career in financial service. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, doing mor- I was doing reverse mortgages in, in Adelaide. <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. She was she was hawking mutual funds and term ten life insurance and reverse mortgages. Yeah, uh, the care of two young children. House. And by the way, I will tell you straight up that like women who, well, I mean, pretty much everybody who works in financial services is just full time horny. Just. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's yeah. Oh yeah. Most yeah. horny. Um... Like it's I came up through financial, I came up through financial services and then got into financial planning and then got into like corporate stuff. And I will tell you, like the horniest people that I ever met were the like the ground level salespeople. Yeah. Um, the care of two young children, she, household. She, I don't know if she's like. A, well, I guess she did say she was in sales. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's financial services is it's all sales. Like you're you're oh, yeah. mutual funds, term term life insurance, and mortgages. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Certainly couldn't fathom how I'd resume my normal life, a full-time career in financial services, the care of two young children, household chores, social engagements, being a wife. What I did understand was that the successful, comfortable, and somewhat predictable life I'd spent 20 years building was now of no consequence. I simply didn't care. I just met my soulmate. What could possibly possibly be more important than that? Oh, Less boy. than a month after meeting Jason, having had no communication with him since our time in Margaret River, I ended my 14-year relationship with my husband. The woman who had always been so careful, so planned, so organized, and so clear about the path her life would take had just made the most dramatic decision of her life, one affecting those dearest to her. And by the way, she never consulted Jason before doing any of this, right? Like, No. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Like that was, she's just like, all there, right, no, well, there was no, there was no, there was no, like, they didn't get into some kind of a con- They didn't have an affair. First of all, like they didn't like smash during the work trip. No. They didn't no. have a conversation about her leaving her husband for him. As a matter of fact, when she contacted him, he was like, I don't want to get between you and your husband. I don't want to interfere in your situation. Yeah, of as course he said. not. Cause that's insane. Right. It's yeah. like, he had no idea any of this was going down. Yeah, she didn't even fuck the... What if he's gay? No. No. That, <laughs> uh, by the way, Band of Strays, I, I got like, to figure out... Give me at least like a nom de plume for you, because I can't just keep calling you Band of Strays in every like, medium that we're on. Yeah. <laughs> B.O.S. now. B.O.S. Um, lovely, lovely lady. One of my favorite yeah. people. But... um. Yeah, give me give me a nom de plume so that we don't like bait out your real name. But yeah, no, she no, she did not they didn't smash. 
There was no conversation about her leaving her Zero husband. Zero sex happened. He no sex happened. No conversation about how attracted he might be to her happened. She just up and decided to blow up her marriage for nothing. She, and you ever, like, you ever, okay, you ever, here's the thing. You, maybe she hates yeah. her marriage, right? Which is fine. Like maybe, yeah. maybe she didn't need to just divorce her husband because she wasn't happy. That's fine. Whatever. But like the whole thing, she centers the whole thing around this random guy that she met at a work conference. And for me, that's a little like, uh, sketchy. That's tough. That's like, it's a very weird thing to do, you know, like it, it's a yeah. very weird way to describe it to other people, especially. Because, like, if I was a guy, right, and, and I had a similar experience, which I wouldn't probably, if I would tell somebody, I would say, like, you know, I just realized that me and my wife, wa- me and my wife, we just me weren't and the getting wife. A, me, yeah. me and the Al bad. We're not getting, we're not getting on. I, I don't know. The, the missus? Ah, the missus. That's a good one. Uh, me, and, me and the missus. Well, Austra- uh, no, Australian guys do say the missus. Yeah. 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 No, that's what I'm saying. It's the missus. The actual missus. Uh, it's like, yeah, me and the missus, we just weren't getting along. And I just decided, you know what? It was time for something different. Time to move on to a different stage in my life. Perfect. Fine. Whatever. I wouldn't be like, so there's this girl and she was so beautiful. She bought me my favorite kind of beer, Shock Top, at like, we were in like, we went to a a, a work conference in the Poconos um, and she bought me like just the, the most, the bitterest IPA imaginable. And I drank it. And after that, I became I became a new person. I've changed my life. Um, yeah, like I wouldn't say any of this because it's terrible. Terrible. Like it makes you look so bad. So bad. Like if I was this woman's husband, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd just be like, oh, God. Like I, like I feel I'm more embarrassed that I spent as much time with this woman as I did. <laughs> This clearly okay. insane person. So okay, so I, I need to I need to like get into the so what happens uh afterwards? What happens after she just decides to blow up her marriage? Okay, so um, I reached out to I reached out to Jason about a month after we met to let him know uh let him know that uh through the circumstances of a family friend's funeral, I would be near his home for a few days. I wrote that it would be lovely to see him. I tried to sound balanced and carefree. I was honestly, though, desperate to reconnect in person to see if his feelings for me mirrored my my attraction and feelings for him. So he doesn't even know at this point. Surely I couldn't see it any other way. I couldn't entertain the potential. By the way, Rory, um, without getting too far off track here, do you see how, like, our theory of men... Okay, you know know the Jordan Peterson-esque? This is mostly for the audience, because me and Rory have talked about this at length. So the Jordan, yeah. Jordan Peterson's sort of dichotomy of male-female, um, like the, the yin and the yang of men and women, is that men are ordered, logical, and rational, and That's women are says. emotional and chaotic. They're chaos, yeah. It's order and chaos. They're, and of course, and men are, are order, right? No, no. You might, okay, if, there, uh, if, this, if this could be said to be true, possibly, I'm willing to hear it out, he's got the order wrong. No. Women are logical and rational, and men are chaos and drama embodied. That's what we are, right? And, and you and here's can the tell thing. This, yeah. Here's the thing. In her head, this was logical. Like, she actually had this all sorted out. She had, like, it was an if A, then B, then C, then D. She had this all plotted out in her head. And this guy's like, lady, what the fuck? Okay, so, um, 
surely I couldn't see it any other way. So yeah, that, that's the part where I'm saying like, in her head, this all makes sense. Like it was all ordered out logically. Of course, she couldn't see it any other way. I couldn't entertain the potential for for any other perspective. I wasn't the only one in the energy that night. I wasn't the only one in our intense connection. My he, eyes they, were not the only eyes affected. I wasn't the, the only thing. one in she, our kisses. All right. She is getting she's getting horned up, and you can tell she's getting horned up because it's like she has read her own experience into him. She's like, I I couldn't have been the only one in this relationship. He mm. must have seen this as well. And it's like, yeah. well, no, why would he have seen it? Like, did you ever consult with him to see if he's like, oh, just like the the behavior. Then mm-hmm. she's describing, he's like, he bought me my favorite rosé. It's like, mm-hmm. well, did you okay, suggest... Okay, so, sorry, somebody, somebody in the chat said, women are lonely, not horny. They can deal with themselves. No. Well, first no. off, there are women that are no. lonely, and there are women that are horny. And I'm sorry, well, they this often woman overlap. is horny. This woman yeah. is horny. I'll, I'll say to you right now, I'll say to you right now. She's not um, lonely. <laughs> no. Uh, there is... Almost no. I mean, there are exceptions, but there's almost no woman over the age of 35 who's, who doesn't get horny. Like, I don't know what it is. Around the age of 35, it just immediately, immediately, a switch flips. So no, they, they become they, as they horny actually... as men, but they don't have the like the years of being like belittled and conditioned. For... No, 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 it's not just the yeah. and make, It's not belittling. It's not just belittling and making fun. It's also like there's intense social conditioning around. Like, okay, guys. You got to keep it together. You can't just go around saying those things to people with very good reason, right? Like when a dude is just like very openly horny, it's really fucking creepy. Like it, it, people don't like that. So for very good reason, guys are conditioned to be like, hey, yo, you just, bro, keep it together. Women don't yeah, often get that kind of conditioning. You know what I mean? It is no, like, it, so, so, so when okay. they, they get, and so when they eventually do like, because it just, it's very, very weird. It's like, mm-hmm. there, there is a certain level of like your old, of like older woman trying to hit on you that it's just, it's off putting. It's like, it's not even, it's not even aggressive. Cause some, well, sometimes it can be aggressive, but a lot of times it's not, it's just very like weirdly, like, like it, it feels like. She's saying something and in like, and you're just in the middle of what she's saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird story. Like, I don't even know. It, here's what it's like. It's like, you're like, you come home from college and you're talking and you're like, oh yeah, you know, college is really fun. And she's like, I bet you have a lot of sex there. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And, and it's the same thing. There's older dudes do this as well. So I'm, I'm actually not sure. Like, I know that women do this and they do it slightly differently. Men, it's weird because they also do the same thing um, where it's like, so, oh, yeah, I bet, bet you use a lot. Or, no, women would be very weird. It's like, I bet you use a because I had a friend that this happened to. We were at like a, a like one of our a mutual friend's house and this like it wasn't the mom. It was like the aunt. We're all like sitting, we're just like having beers and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, college is really fun. Like we all met each other, blah, blah, blah. And the, the woman's like, man, her, the aunt is like kind of drunk. She's like, I bet you go, guys go through a lot of condoms. She's like, what? Like at first I was like, <laughs> why I, well, would I was somebody like, say that? Dude, 
because she was she was like forty three. She, she was forty three and she had just gotten divorced and she was kind of drunk. Holy shit! All right. Yeah. It, well, first off, I was like, oh, like I'm like, we're not gay. <laughs> like, it was yeah. the first thing I, I was like, I was like, wait, yeah, it's like, like with with each other, with each other. And she, uh, uh, oh, yeah. oh, you just mean like sex? Uh, yeah. N- no, not really. I I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of weird. She was weird, dude. She was a really weird person. Not gonna yeah. lie. So, like, here, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, fast, fast forward a little bit, right? Because, I mean, they did have, like, some inappropriate contact, right? Like, at the end of the night, when you know, after last call, she had leaned over and whispered to, into his ear, I need to see you again. And he said, yes. Like, he literally just did the Chad yes. That was it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he just, yes. Right? And that was it. It was a wrap. Okay, so, um. Uh, sorry, where were we here? Uh, 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 sorry about this. Okay. Um, he responded to my email immediately, confirming that he'd love to see me too. I was ecstatic. The emails went back and forth, searching for a time that suited us both until silence. The next morning, I received a message. It was brief on emotive. He thought about my proposition and decided it wouldn't be a good idea for us to catch up or stay in touch. He declared he didn't want to... Mess I do with my declare. situation. I do declare. I, do I would declare. prefer to not mess with your situation. Um. Oh, and as the final sign off, he said, "Look after yourself." <laughs> so this guy in all this guy that's not That's no. It's get your shit together. I was devastated. I couldn't let it go though. As I began to construct my, the reply, my heart began to pound, my mouth became bone dry, and my body temperature felt like it was spiking above 40 degrees. I wanted to hide. I wanted to disappear. And I also wanted to be sick. I didn't allow the emotions or physical sensations to stop me, though. I was brave, and I was open, and I showed real vulnerability, and I have never in my life been the vulnerable person. I have never in my life shared that level of openness with anyone. And this was, and let me let me be very clear, viewers of the show, this was not the time to become vulnerable. This no! Was very much no, not the time. No, this was the wrong time. Wrong time to let your freak flag fly. <laughs> Absolute okay. wrong. Lady, okay. you had a husband for that. Okay, a few days later, having not received a reply, I found myself on a beautiful beach as the sun re- found myself. She just woke up and she was there. It's Found myself like on a beautiful like beach as the sun was rising. Lord of War, where he takes like boom boom. Exactly. It's like walking around like like Liberia, but no, but it's just like yeah, exactly. It's just like she's wandering around like this is like, like, the, this is like the drunk, PMC like, like financial like financial <laughs> services lady equivalent of just like doing like a ukraine amount of crack co- of like cocaine <laughs> in like fucking, yeah exactly yeah and, like, yeah she was like jared leto in lord of war she'd like snorted up a map of ukraine all right um pink and purple painted the sky and cool aqua blue water lapped the shore it was an extraordinary morning i had my earphones connected and as my feet hit the sand i pressed play on a random spotify playlist Diana Ross's incredible song, I'm Coming Out, filled my ears. I began to smile and laugh and cry all at the same time. I actually <laughs> broke into a spontaneous run. I am no runner. I intuitively imagine, and immediately understood the message was meant for me. Can you imagine being the family next to it? Oh, God, we've sat down on the beach next to the goddamn Joker. 
the fucking jam get loud. Crying and laughing. Well, like fucking Diana Ross is blaring through like a, a fucking like JBL speaker on the beat. It's just a piece of shit oh like jawbone that she has like thrown. And she's just sobbing, going full on. Like it's like that scene for the like the like the what was it? A deadly joke where he's like laughing to himself. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, the scene where Batman get or uh, Joker gets Batman to laugh. Jeez. All right, my new life was beginning. I was coming out. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know who would hold my hand. Let me cry on their shoulder or let me snuggle into their arms. I didn't know with whom I would enjoy new experiences, travel, or solve the world's problems. Lady, you you're, are a you're, make, you're making problems. You sell mutual funds. Well, not even solve the world's okay. Even outside of that, like just at a very personal level, she is solving a, or she's creating a hell of a, of a lot more problems, a lot of problems than she yeah. solved. All I did know was that morning as I walked the sand with cool water lapping my feet that my new life was beginning. I felt invincible, open, brave, and vulnerable. My spirit was soaring. My body was alive. It was one of the most incredible mornings of my life. Keep in mind, she woke up on the beach and played a Spotify she, she woke up at home and she random playlist the beach and she put on a song she did not wake up on the beach she, she's not that cool wake up on the beach she, she's not that cool well what she's yeah exactly she, she found like, herself, found on, herself the, on the she the, found yeah. herself on the beach she didn't found herself on the beach sorry she, found herself okay so sorry yeah. she woke up and then she went to the beach all right she woke up she went to the beach do you think, again, she, she, do you think this woman is like walking she pulled her... out she pulled out her samsung galaxy Open the Spotify app and then press random. Oh, she's got an iPhone. And that was it. That's all that happened. Uh, but, like, let's yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, again, she's not, like, walking around Monrovia, like, just, like, <laughs> like just, no. God, she's not Nicolas Cage. Like, nothing yeah. of such interest has happened in her life. After, after that amazing morning, I'm Coming Out became my anthem, my theme song. My song that when times were challenging, and there were many... I'm guessing divorce court was challenging. Led me home to my soul and continues to be the most awesome, inspiring, heartlifting, and powerful song dude, I, in my I, life. Dude, I bet her husband got so. Okay, let me let me be very clear. Uh, he got everything, but he must have. If this guy if this woman is not seeing her kids Eric. only on the other every other weekend, it's only on the other every other weekend. Like in the divorce <laughs> system, can you imagine if a guy was writing this? Like, oh yeah, I fell in yeah. love with a woman, and then I was like. I was listening to drill music on the beach. And I decided I was going to change my fucking life. I was crying and laughing as Chief Keith was blasting in the background. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, my God. Um, anytime I play it, I receive just as much joy as the first time I really heard it that day on the beach. The song unfailingly gives me a you go girl vibe. I have integrated the messages that as long as I'm positive, have faith and trust in myself, then I can make it through life. Not only make it through life, but emerge as the real, authentic, flawed, honest, and vulnerable Amanda. To step into my confidence and let the world see who I truly am. The emotional trip came to an end a few days later without a phone call, email, or text from Jason. I slumped in the airport lounge with my parents and wrote it in my journal. I could barely pulled back my tears. I'm at the airport and feeling thoroughly exhausted. It has certainly been a challenging month. Jason didn't contact me. He either doesn't feel the same way about me or doesn't know how he feels. I desperately wanted to... Des I want to stick a pen in that. I want to come back to that. 
I desperately wanted to see him. I desperately wanted to know how he was feeling. I wanted to understand if he was okay. I desperately wanted to know if this could be real, if my future really is with him. I wanted to kiss him and have him hold me and just know. I wanted that moment in time again where we looked into each other's eyes and knew we were home. I take off for Sydney today. We, and I had, by the way. I have to leave him behind. But don't, notice the, the way that she uses we there. We, we felt it at home in each other. No, have you yeah. consulted Jason to figure out if he was feeling that way? Any of this? That's why I said he doesn't know how he feels. Stick a pin. I take off for Sydney today and I have to leave him behind. I have to be okay with that. I clearly wasn't okay. I was heartbroken. My soul had been smashed into a million pieces. But I have to move forward. Somehow. Somehow. I have to move forward. Somehow. Oh, God. When you get it, Jason. Oh, God. Jason. 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 Change your phone number. Change your email address. Change your home address. Get the fuck out. Dude, I don't know what Australian gun Just, laws are like, but it's time to, it's time to, <laughs> it's time to start carrying. Yeah. You don't want this, yeah, this yeah, lady. You, carry, you bro, don't man. like. You don't want to get hurt because she's going to get the drop on you. Absolutely, you need to be fast yeah. on the draw because you don't know if she's got a knife on her. She might. Yeah. You, you you see? Oh no, she, bro. She's here's the thing. She's carrying, right? Listen, if they got it, you got it. That's how that works, bro. She said he doesn't know how he's feeling. That is that's actually the thing, and that's actually that's what kind of ticks me off about that Mama Mia blog, the or the blog where her excerpt was was published. Have you noticed that like it's it's become not only like not only accepted but encouraged for women to basically just assume that guys don't know what emotions are, know what feelings are. So like they have to be the ones to tell us, hey, this feeling that you're feeling, this is what it really means. This is this is how you're feeling. Now, regardless of like you've already like taken stock of yourself, you understand your own psychology, you've lived inside of your own body and, and mind for however long that you've been alive. But what it takes is I don't know, like manic pixie wine mom to come along and tell you, actually, no, this is how you feel. You should be with me. You know what I mean? It's like, lady, you haven't even got your own shit together. You just blew up your family. Yeah, it's like on a whim. A very you you met a guy on a work trip and then blew up your entire family, and for what? Oh God! Oh God! (sighs) Anyway, um, so anyway, callers, uh, anybody who's listening in the in the queue, if um. You have an interesting story like this, or if you have some thoughts on ghosting and when it's appropriate, by the way, this is the most appropriate ghosting story I think I've Dude, ever this heard. Is, this is, this is uh, feel free to call in. Yeah, this is, this is get a gun license. <laughs> like, this is to, like, <laughs> defense-proof yeah. your home shit. Like, you, you need a food taste. <laughs> this is, yeah, get, get, get a security camera. Like, I don't normally encourage, like, Ring and Nest or any of those oh, you, devices. You, but you need one. I'm going to... You need... I'm going to carve out an exception here. You need yeah. a set... You need somebody making sure that, like, this is on the... Because here's the thing. You... How do I put this? You want witnesses. You need witnesses. <laughs> Yeah, this woman is nothing but you, you. You want you want video evidence and yeah, uh, people that can attest to your side of the story here. Yeah, absolutely not. This is the this is the one of the wildest stories that I've ever heard. But the funny thing is, even though it's like fairly exaggerated, because it's not it's not often that somebody says, "Hey, I'm just going to like go ahead and leave my husband uh, for a guy that I just met," and then get a book deal out of it. I don't know that I've ever seen that happen. See, this seems very self. But but but, but well, I mean, it could be. 
Um, but I will say, I will say that uh, it's not it's not anywhere near the first time that I know of somebody who's just blown up a relationship on a, on a whim, just right. like eh, not feeling very happy, eh, feeling bored, not feeling fulfilled. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna take off. Me, I, I think that kind of like I think it kind of dovetails with ghosting discourse because a lot of times what'll happen. Uh, and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take David's call in a second. A lot of times what happens, especially on social media, like uh, I see this all the time on Twitter. People talk about ghosting as if it's an act of abuse. It's not. Like, okay, if you were in a steady relationship for like <laughs> six months, a year, or something like that, and then all of a sudden no calls back, yeah, it is kind of fucked up. Like, you should probably explain why it is that you're not wanting to contact any further. Unless, unless she was doing some really out of pocket shit where she should have known, like, hey, this is going to blow up in your face and this person's going to leave you, right? But if it's like you've been on a few dates and you've decided, yeah, I'm not really feeling the vibes, they don't really owe that person. Well, also, anything. this isn't. You know I mean? This isn't. He's not ghosting her. This is the key thing. They keep that, saying yeah, yeah, ghosting, yeah, that's the thing. but yeah. he just. She, yeah, she's invented this whole thing in her head. That's right. Yeah, it, it's like he. Well, he very clearly did not ghost her. He in fact told her like, "I don't want to be in contact with you anymore. Uh, look Fair after enough. yourself." Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh God. I was going to say, that's kind of the point that I, I feel like is accurate. Because, like, if I had bought this book thinking that it was going to be a story about ghosting, I, I would have been very upset because this is very much not a, a definition of ghosting. He, he, he didn't just, like, stop talking to her all of a, out of the blue, which can be destructive to a person's self-esteem if you are talking to someone, yeah. it's going well, and then all of a sudden you decide, oh, no, I don't, I don't want that, and then you just leave no explanation. But he actually said, yeah. hey, no, nah, I'm, I'm cool. You, you, you go do you, and then cut me. Boundaries are healthy. Like, <laughs> you say, I don't want to do this anymore, and that person mm-hmm. clearly is getting back in touch with you to try and say, hey, you don't know how you feel, then, yeah, ghosting is absolutely appropriate in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as Rory said, that's, that's absolutely true. He actually didn't ghost her. He told, he laid the line down and said, yeah, sorry, this is not going to work for me. I don't want to get in. I don't want to interfere in your situation. Um, and look after yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Look after yourself, like go, go do you like, it wasn't a surprise surprise. So I guess my question, it says that she's, she works in finance, but it says she's a coach. So she's a financial coach. No, so she so no, she, she became a life coach. She so basically, it, yeah. That's, that's what's insane. Imagine taking life right. advice from this. I fucked yeah, my yeah, yeah. yo. I fucked my life up so goddamn hard. <laughs> I fucked up, yo. <laughs> like the only thing that she could possibly offer is don't do what I did. Like I had everything that. I probably could have possibly wanted. I had a husband. I had children. I had a nice home. I had a steady career. We were financially secure, and I blew it all up. Just here's because annihilated. Here, here's just the, here's the thing. I, I just want to say, like, men do this is like there are definitely men who have done the exact same thing that this woman has done. I guarantee you. In fact, I know people. I know of at least one situation where something similar to this has happened. The difference mm-hmm. is that if a guy did that, we would not be getting a bunch of like articles on Mama Mia about it. Everybody mm-hmm. in his life would be like, "You are an insane person." You're this nuts. would have no. This would have been this would have been a Reddit like Reddit relationships or AITA thread. 
That's what it would have been. And, she, and by the way, she is not over this guy. Like, let me let me pull up. No. So basically, uh, after this, how the book unfolds, a note from the author. The book explores seven key themes on my road to healing and rebuilding my life on my terms. On my terms. Oh, boy. Um, uh, As if nothing that's happened so far was on her terms. Everything yeah. you just explained, like you said the terms for everything that happened. It's just that nobody agreed to them. I that's consider all. many things the art of journaling. The meditative and strengthening practice of yoga, and the damaging tool I employed often and liberally. Wine. Oh, great. Wine. So you're an alcoholic. You're like, I got really fucked up all the time. What did I say? Manic pixie wine mom. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Um, so, there oh, boy, is, here we go. I was oh, just go ahead. There is a, a useful post-mortem post to be done on this situation as to, to you know, talk about how women maybe and and i mean we definitely as a man i'm not the person to do it but there is an interesting postmortem to be to, to be discussed about how women can step into that role of being the pursuer in a healthy way that doesn't you know throw her own boundaries her own her own expectations to and cautions to the wind of chasing this person down and projecting onto him because that's what i hear a lot from her writing she projects onto him so much he doesn't know how he feels i've got to teach him like that there's so much there to unpack oh yeah well it gets well how, mm. how much do you want to bet that this is this is good high quality and mature retrospection on on the decisions he made what do you want to bet that that's what this book entails because let, let me give it let me read a little part here the last section of spirituality because she goes like full on, like she goes from wine mom to crystal mom, which is a new kind of mom. Uh, and, and no, like the and the the metamorphosis, it's like watching a <laughs> caterpillar transform into a beautiful butterfly. Crystal moms are like the final it, it, No, what it is is it's like that seed. It is exactly like that seed from uh, Lord of War, except instead of making like Ukraine out of cocaine, it's like she's <laughs> she's making like Tibet out of like Himalayan pink salt. <laughs> <laughs> on my on my to try and go to crystal's lab <laughs> uh, okay hold on oh, and by the way R rico feel free to unmute if you're able to but sorry go ahead uh sorry. yeah so the last section of spirituality includes a visit to alicia wellness retreat in the hunter valley which was a real turning point in my understanding of my connection with jason i met with the then in the house spiritual healer and she introduced another possible cosmic tie I have with him. Like, okay, can I just say, this is this is like eating raw meat, but for men. Like, this is, <laughs> no, this is like one of those crazy, like, raw eat meat guys. But, like, yeah, this yeah. is, she's becoming the female equivalent of, like, a marble bust guy. Like, this is what this looks like. It's like getting into, like, yeah. crystals and shit. It's like. When it, no, this is this is straight. This is Jordan Peterson shit. Yeah, for, but for women. By the way, she doesn't go into that any further, right? I, and this is the frustrating yeah. thing because I want to know more. Like, what is this cosmic tie? Is this like, is this like The Witcher when they make like what is it like the? It's like like uh, Geralt and Yennefer. Like, what is going on with this cosmic tie shit? Because this sounds yeah, this, the, these star-crossed lovers. Like, lady, relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you two weren't you two weren't cast out from heaven. It, 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 anyway, although ahead. I have enjoyed long periods. Sorry, uh, hold on. Did Rika had unmuted? Were you able to? 
are you able to speak for you? Because I know that the uh, the app was a little bit buggy, so I wanted to make sure that if you're able to speak, that you could. Speak, are you there? Hmm. All right. Seems like we might be having a little yeah. bit of trouble. Feel free to feel free to like message me or or to uh, communicate in the chat. Sorry, go ahead, Rory. Oh no, no, it it it's just all of this is so insane. Uh, the next theme, oh, there's world of energy healing. Oh no, where I went searching for modalities outside of traditional or conventional medicine on my path of self discovery. Why why would you need medicine? Like, like I, I this just sounds like like you're just kind of like going. This this is let me tell you something, guys. This is mm-hmm. this is how she's taking the Kaczynski pill. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like this is good. She's going off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh oh now she's getting into kinesi- kinesiology. 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 Okay. kinesiology is a yeah. is like a thing. I don't know what, what it really has to do with um, it's no, it's uh, it's like body sciences. It's like what uh, physical therapists. Yeah, would but like why major in like yeah. why does she do like kinesiology? Uh, well, I imagine it probably has to. Do I will with tell you that she's also getting into kinesiology, the body, and what I see here. And again, I'm just I'm I'm a nurse, not a, a therapist, not a, a psychiatrist, but I see a person who has a severe lack of spirituality, and that she's trying to fill. Hang that on, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. She did okay. She's not like in training to become a kinesiologist. She has just gone to kinesiology. She like she might have just like woken up. What if, with, wait, like, hold on. What, I don't know. What if she needs to exercise and do physical therapy for a uh, broken heart? Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh God! I get, shut here's up. the thing, though. I guarantee. I guarantee that's just a very shitty way of saying. Exactly what they told her to get her into kinesiology. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you know, your it's like your your central heart chakra has been unfortunately torn, misaligned. Yeah. Oh, I like many. Okay, let me. I like many women of a of a similar. Okay, let me see. Okay, I like many women of a similar age have been socially conditioned that in order to be whole, it is necessary to be in a relationship, for better or for worse. The culture of grow up, get married, have children is deeply embedded in my psyche. That indeed, I wasn't complete without a partner. And like, okay, like maybe it's good to be on your own. Like maybe this isn't a a good thing to have, right? Like, but here's, here's the issue I have, right? Like none of that has to do with the fact that she like went absolutely fucking mental for this crazy person. Or, like, she went absolutely off the deep end for a guy she met at, like, a, like the Carl's Jr. Owners Association of West Australia. <laughs> oh, I, am, okay. I am more McDonald's in Tasmania than anyone else. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, just wanted to um, know from people, like, when it's, uh, when it's appropriate to ghost. I, I, think, I think, personally, that... Um, the uh even though we're not really talking about a ghosting here like that's how she describes it that's not really what happened uh, but when you meet somebody like that and even if you've gone on a date two dates five basically anything anything before say like three months or like a a an explicit conversation about how exclusive you're going to be anything before that is fair game nobody really owes you any further contact 
And the other thing too, is that like a lot of times when I hear people talk about ghosting on uh, social media, whether it's like Twitter or TikTok, Instagram, wherever, half the time when they tell the stories, I'm like, they probably give you some pretty strong indications, if not like outright told you that they weren't really interested. And you just persisted hoping that you'd be able to get, like get past her objections. Because like I said, like you see how she basically says like, I'm not sure how I feel or Maybe he doesn't know how he feels. No, no, no. He's very clear about how he feels. Oh but, so, but here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Like, at, at Rory, I don't know if you've experienced this. I, I definitely have. Where, like, you will say, like, you'll make it very clear, like, sorry, I'm not interested. And she, like, it doesn't even register. It's not even like she doesn't take no for an answer. It's like she didn't even actually hear no. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's weird. I mean, it, it's like. It... That's happened to me a few times where it's like, but I. But I told you no. Like, what, what, what are we doing here? Why do I have to keep telling you? Like, no. I, Especially if it's somebody that you have. I'm, I'm sorry that that's. I'm sorry that you have some not the same way. But I'm not interested. The worst is when you have like, if especially if it's in like a college or like a program where it's like you have to deal with yeah. this person, and it's like, oh, no. oh god, yeah. Because the oh, it, oh it's, it's bad. But I will say one one thing to note on this Mamma Mia article. Right there, there is a comment. <laughs> Uh, and it's M number one. He wasn't your soulmate. He was an unrequited crush, mm-hmm. which is true. The the response is mm-hmm. deleted. This comment was removed by Mama Mia's moderators because it violated our community guidelines. Deleted. <laughs> this comment was removed by Mama Mia's moderators because it violated our community guidelines. Yeah. Deleted. Like who? Somebody did not like that answer. And they, yeah. Also, yeah. can I just say? Uh, I'm looking at some of these other related stories. Um, after, and my favorite, this is the most Australian thing I've ever heard. After I overdosed in Japan, my mom met me at the airport. She was swigging gin. <laughs> like, awesome. Awesome, <laughs> lady. Right. All right. Uh, we w- wanted to move on to the uh, the insane stories that you sent me from Reddit. Oh yeah! Like, oh boy! Here people, we have, people have been on a real one this week. Okay, so uh, which one do we want to go first? Do we want to go with the um, the the marriage one, or do we want to go with the parenting one? Oh, uh, let's do marriage one. Let's stay. Okay, let's stay on theme on topic. Here, yeah. All right. Okay. You can go. You can go ahead and pull it up. Oh, okay. Uh, do you do you have it? I don't have it either. Growing okay, pains. I'll pull it. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Sorry, growing pains. Which growing? No, it's growing pains. Like this, just you know. We're... Okay, go ahead. Also, Alice Crawley, yeah. the the woman who wrote this journey, uh, her journey from financially fucked to freedom. Actual milf status, though. This is a book worth reading. <laughs> okay. But yeah, go ahead um, it, with the uh, with the uh, the post. Okay, let me pull this up. Uh, uh, God. Oh, wait, nope, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay, right, here we go. Um, I was dishonest with my husband, and he caught me. In desperation to get him to stay, I made a deal with him that I regretted. Uh-oh. And now he is resentful. I'm just going <sighs> to... Oh, this is a good one. This is my hold on. This is my my treaties on open relationships. That I'm gonna put this. 
Whenever somebody says to you that they're in an open relationship, the first question, and they're interested in you, right? The first question you have to ask is, does your partner know this? The second question you have to ask is, is this because they cheated? If the answer to either of those questions, sorry, if the answer to the first question is no, answer to the second question is yes, then you're not in an open relationship. You're, you're just in a fucked up marriage. Yeah, um, this is. I struggled with alcohol for years. It got better for a little while. And then worse when my sons were younger. Its severity has varied over the years, but earlier this year, it got much worse. Okay, so she's just like a... I promise She's me. a boozer. She's a booze hound. And, and she's going off yeah. the deep end. Like, and this... To be clear, this does happen, right? Like, you can keep... Especially with alcohol in particular, you can kind of mm. keep it together for a while. But eventually, yeah. something is going to click, right? And, and unfortunately, that usually means that, like, some triggering event in your life has has kind of snapped and it causes you to just absolutely go wild and and it sucks mm -hmm. right you know uh especially in a situation like this but yeah like this is it's not just like oh you know i like a drink here today. i've struggled with alcoholism and it's getting getting a little worse it's like oh it's it's getting worse it's getting real bad the fact that you even have to preface it by saying i've struggled with alcohol is like mm. so it's it's really yeah no no like you you know that whatever is listen when somebody front loads a story with i've struggled with and it doesn't even have to be alcohol it could be drugs it could be things like they'll say like sex addiction but like when they open up the story with a struggle that they've experienced then you know that whatever is going to follow is very fucked up yeah it's like um, there's that one woman who was like i use meth recreationally it's like oh so you're addicted <laughs> to meth. the recreational meth use oh that was a classic that was that a classic, classic. one yeah, yeah i just use it recreationally it's yeah, like use, use meth recreationally no if you don't use Jesus. if you don't use if you use meth recreationally whatever that means you say i've never you done just meth. meth you just say i've never done that yeah. like it, it, it yeah. when you yeah. say i have to use it like oh just you know as as one does in one's life using math recreationally <laughs> we continue sorry yeah casual meth user i only use i only use meth when i'm at a party and other people are offering me meth um its severity has varied over the years but earlier this year it got much worse i promised my husband i would go to aa meetings and go to therapy and i didn't i lied about going and used the money i claimed was for the therapist for alcohol by the way, oh, this is a really cheap. Move. This is a really cheap therapist. Baller. Either either this woman is getting yeah. fucking hammered on like, oh, uh, she's on like Johnny Walker bro. black label, or like this is the worst yeah. therapist you could. Oh no, she's getting she's getting like some overseas scotch. She's getting fucking Glenn Fittich and Oban. All right, the times I said I was there, I was drinking. I lied to him about drinking when I was home when I was at home with our sons. This isn't the first time I did things like these in our marriage, but this time he told me he was done. I was desperate to keep him, even though I knew he was disgusted by my lies and didn't respect me anymore. I wanted to do anything to make him think our marriage was worth staying in. I knew who he was attracted to. And I knew she had a crush on him. I told him while I was focused on uh, rehab and getting better that we could open up the marriage so he, should, he could get what he needed as long as he was open with me about everything. He was open with me about it all. They got to know each other so fast, spent hours together, texted constantly. They began sleeping together, and I've never seen him so happy. Now I'm ready to work on us again. I want to close our marriage and focus on just us. I told him this, and he seems very resentful. So I told him that this open marriage thing just turned into a way for him to morally cheat without needing to divorce me first. And that if he wanted to keep the marriage open, 
We might as well get a divorce, and he can just date Kayla. Okay. My husband flipped out on Bye. me. Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was going to divorce you a yeah, month that... earlier, but I guess now I'm going to just divorce you now after getting my dick wet. Like, that's, that's, that, that's, such a oh, weird, that's that curly. That's such a weird ultimatum. Yeah. It's like either you leave her or you leave me. It's like, well, I was already going to leave you. That's why you let yeah, I was already on the way out. That was yeah, yeah like <laughs> that, that's that uh that's that curly Bill Brocious from Tombstone. You hold okay. no cards bye. in this. It's like bye. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um my husband flipped out on me. He said the only reason he did what he did was because I seemed insistent on him doing it to, pe- to appease my own guilt. He said that the only reason that I opened up the marriage was because of what I did. He said that he wasn't ready to end things with her, but he also wasn't ready to make our kids have to deal with us going through a divorce. Because he remembers how messed up he got from his parents' divorce, he said that if he had known that I was going to want him to stop, he never would have started it in the first place. Now he's telling me that he resents me for putting him in this position. He's broken things off with her, but now he's acting sullen and angry. ETA, I've been I've completed rehab and have been completely sober for a month. Okay, so she's probably. I mean, so she's so relapse come. It's like Eminem, baby. Re, she's about to drop the relapse. Let's fucking go, like, bro. Hundred percent, she is not. This like. I mean, again, yeah. As with all things on Reddit, we don't know if it's true, but if it is true, okay. She is, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Very important part of that. Um, very important part of that confession there. Right or her request for advice. Remember what she said um, about like wanted to keep him or uh, stay together, right? She said, um, where was it here? I wanted to do anything to make him think our marriage was worth staying. I would also say exactly. Did you get that? I got that. And one line. I wanted to do anything to make him think our marriage was worth staying in. Not, I wanted to do anything to save our marriage. I wanted him to make him think it was worth seeing. You see what I mean? Yeah, and, and to be clear, like, on, on his front, I will say, accountability hour at hand, he yeah. really should not have taken her up on this, right? Because it's like... No, he oh, shouldn't Oh, God, have. no. Yeah, it's like... Well, here's you the know, thing. You know, what's in the way for him? You know, Hold up. What's in the way for him is that he... he his parents went through a divorce. He didn't want a divorce, right? I know. But, but, he, was, but he was on the way out anyway, so really... He should have just followed through. He should have followed through. I Yeah. I mean, like, is this going to... Here's the question. Is this going to make the relationship stronger? Is this going to help her get clean? Like, you know what would really help me they're gonna, get clean? They're going to they're gonna split up. And first of all, they're going to split up anyway. Yeah. Why? Because she's going to relapse. 100%. Now that, now that... Okay, so now that everything is, like, solved. Like, she's gotten herself cleaned up and all that. Right? Now, now he's upset. The resentment is going to build up. Like, she's going to be so resentful at the fact that he was resentful that she's gonna fall off the wagon i guarantee it oh 100 there's no way that she doesn't right like yeah no it's it's time to go time to go that was actually amazing though like the the god have you okay this is this is not a gendered thing at all i think there there's just a certain type of adult that has no ability to take responsibility for their own behavior you know what i mean like people tend to be the protagonist of their own reality it's i mean we know that we, we absolutely understand that everybody does that i do that you do that literally everybody listening here does that everyone 
is the protagonist of their own reality. Yeah. Because you're the only person that you're the only person whose point of view you can see anything through. However, there's also like people people have this word accountability, which I think gets thrown out around way too often. Accountability is not usually the greatest word because accountability means that you are answerable to somebody else. And if you shouldn't ever do something because you're answerable to somebody else, you should do things because you're answerable to yourself and some ground rules and some principles that you set for yourself. You know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? So I, to me, like yeah. the better word is responsible. The better word is responsibility. Accountable implies that there are, it gets, it gets thrown around on the internet so often. And it's like, no. okay, but if I'm, if I'm accountable to, I don't know, like social media for making a problematic comment, then who, who this this body of people that I'm supposed to be accountable to? Well, are, when are they ever accountable to me? And the answer is like never. So it, it's really a responsibility thing. You have a ground uh, a set of like ground level principles, and then like uh, like Tony Montana, all you got in this world is your word and your balls. You don't break either for anybody. You know what I mean? So really, what we're talking about is responsibility here. And, and I, I think that there is a type of adult that has no ability, not only for self-reflection, because they'll say like, okay, this is what I did, but this, these are what the mitigating circumstances are and have zero ability to take responsibility for themselves and their actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And, and people are like, you sh he still needs to close the relationship. And it's like, no, he needs to close the relationship. Leave. He needs I mean, to close the relationship. Close yeah, the one he's in with her. Permanently. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. This other woman sounds a lot better for him. Like, I mean, personally, yeah. I, yeah. Like, and now it's like, it sucks. It's like, hey, like, sorry, I've decided that, like. I mean, shout out to him. He's a solid dude for, I, I mean, granted, he never should have taken the bait in the first place, but. At least, like, I guess, like, taking enough responsibility to go back to her and say, hey, listen, like, I'm sorry, but this isn't working out because the arrangement has changed. And, you know, my wife isn't okay with it anymore. You know, shout, shout to him. That is a responsible thing to do, I will say. No, I will say that I'm pretty sure, right? depending on, on how this has gone, like, I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, keep a pin in it, though, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't, like, I was, oh, I was just going to say that. I was just going to say like, that because. Yeah, don't. Don't, yeah. Don't find anyone else in the next couple months. Just in the next keep, two to, yeah, keep the your next three to five schedule months, just... free. You know what I mean? Because like I get the yeah. feeling that you know, oh yes, I've broken it off. Yeah. I I think that there's another group of people, maybe perhaps a certain profession that's about to get very acquainted in this relationship. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it, I'm closing the relationship, but it is going to be open to other individuals if you get my draft. Yeah, it's very much – it's also, yeah. like, I think she's trying to – there's also, like, a control aspect of this, I sense, where it's, like it, – it, it, she's trying to, like, struggle back. Because, look, here's the thing. He caught her with her pants down. Like, yeah. you know, she's been boozing. She's been, like, lying. Uh, she's been drinking, apparently. Drinking at home with the kids. around the Jesus, kids. Man. Like, yeah. she's yeah. fucked. And, and she is absolutely at his mercy. And this is almost a way of, like – because here's the other thing, like, by the time you get to this stage and the stress of a divorce, like, it's going to be really downhill after, like, oh, yeah. the ability for her to be able to maintain stable employment is now going to be a problem. Like, it's, things are going to get bad really, really fast. And a judge, I really, like, a judge is going to be very, very hesitant to. In family, in family court, 
it's not going to go well for her. No, it's like because look, the the kids are definitely they see it, and so they're going to talk about it. A judge is going to look mm-hmm. at this and say, like, okay, so this woman is suffering from a severe substance abuse issue. I guarantee you that there are, you know, records of of her spending this money. I'm sure there's tons of text con- like conversations about her lying about this. So I think he's mm-hmm. going to get primary care of the kids. I don't know how much money she's going to get out of alimony. I don't know if it's going to be a lot just because like, I don't know that. Well, it depends on what state she lives in, I guess. It depends on what state, but if she doesn't have primary care of the kid, it goes down pretty significantly and it's very short lived. So mm, like, so what I'm, the point I'm trying to say here is that this is her like attempting to like regain control of a situation. She has lost control of. Right. Because if he leaves her, like, it, it's going to go downhill very, very, very quickly for her. Like, unless she gets help, right? And, you know, hopefully that will be kind of in place for her, you know, fingers crossed. But the way that she's going about doing that is like, well, I'm going to try to, like, take control of of this eventual relationship that you have, like, because clearly this woman and her husband are, like, I mean, they haven't been fucking, but like, you know, they, they clearly have an attraction for each other. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I want to take control of that in a way. Right. Cause she's not, this isn't a discussion where she's like sharing her feelings about like the open relationship. And like, I'm not as comfortable with it as I thought it would be. It's very much like, okay, well, I've, I've been sober for a month. So it's time to stop fucking your coworker. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, it's a real issue. Um, That's tough. It's tough. It really That's tough. I mean, sorry, sorry for this dude. Unfortunately, like, hey, he, is that Rika? He needs to leave her. He needs to leave hey, her. Yeah. Hey, he needs to go. He needs to go, and I'm sorry she has no business being bothered because she's trying to set everything on her timetable. Like, oh, okay, I'm better now. I've been better for a month, so it's time. To... Nope. No, that's not how it works. Sorry, you can't yeah. just turn around and be like, oh, yeah, the, that whole thing I told you to go do. In fact, I pushed you to go be in a relationship while I was in a relationship with booze. Yeah, we can stop that now. Yeah, especially with stopped. a month, right? A month. Yeah, a month. Like, oh, you've no. been off for a month. Mm, yeah. no. If you're talking two years, a year plus, yeah, maybe. But a month? Uh-uh. Right? Yeah, like. No. So yeah, do we want to do you understand this, or do we want to move on to the the final the final Reddit post? We can move on to the we can move on to the final. Oh final boy, boss. okay. The final. Oh man. Oh, by the way, okay, this okay. is. Um, I'm going to warn everybody in the room. Before this is a long this. one, I'm gonna and me. I'm not going to hold on. Yeah, we're not going to do this word for word. Enrica, I'm so sorry for what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> Oh, um, no, but I'm already. Is... I'm still reeling from that Australian or New Zealand lady's uh, YA language. <laughs> like I just, I can't. Oh, I'm. Listen, I'm gonna ask you to go ahead and just like shake a couple of Tylenol into your <laughs> palm right now and keep a glass on hand, because we're about to get into some proto like tender queer neurodivergent shit. Oh yes. In a second. Yeah. Okay. Wh- okay. Where I, I need to find. All right. Hold on. Um. Q, do you have it? I have it. All right. So, uh, um, I don't know if you all. Uh, I don't, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Preamble. I don't know if uh, everyone in this room has has uh, been up to date on the 
Instacart disability discourse no. on social media? Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, Rika. Oh, no. So, the issue was that, uh, you know, this uh, this this lady um, was, you know, a little bit discomfited that her Instacart delivery driver wasn't able to find items that she knew to be in the store or believed to be in the store. And uh, so, she made a post, like, basically calling him out and saying, like, oh, you know, like, anytime they get a male Instacart shopper, um, they can, uh, anytime they get a male Instacart shopper, they always fuck it up. Yeah, it's actually really funny, too. Small segue, small segue, but I promise, like, I'll stay on track as best I can. Um, my wife actually this evening sent me or, or showed me, um, like a, a text to a friend at Sensor, right? And it was, uh, from, it was from an Instacart shopper. So it was, her friend sent her, like, a screen cap of, like, the, uh, chat conversation she was having with her Instacart shopper. And the guy was saying, like, hey, um, I can't find this item in the aisle. I asked a store worker. They couldn't find it either. And you know, you know, Qtex, right? Rory? like, you know what Qtex is? It's nail polish remover. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. You're shaking your head. You don't know what it is, but it's nail polish remover, right? But the thing is, um, the French word for cotton swabs, because you know, like when you, uh, when you like, it's like a, Q-t- a Q-tip, right? No, no, no. Uh, it's like uh, it's like like cotton balls. Yeah. Like you, 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 hey, you, you turn because the Q-Tex is like acetone. You put it on these cotton balls, and then you like yeah, wipe yeah, it on your nails. Yeah, yeah. Nail I mean, I know. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know yeah. what Q-Tex is. Oh, okay. Q-tex so that's is the thing. Brand. So it's the brand. Yeah. But here's the thing: the French word for cotton uh, for those cotton balls is tampon. <laughs> it it is spelled exactly like tampons. <laughs> tampon. So. The so the Instacart shopper because the thing is like what showed up on his grocery list was, God oh, oh and also the uh, the French word for nails is ongle, o n g l e s ongle right, so it's tampon d'ongle, and this guy, who's, I mean he's probably a first generation Canadian didn't you know he, he had an accent and everything right he's seen like Qtex. <laughs> Tampon, dongle, something. He's, an Ameri- something he's a like, first-generation America. Howdy! Howdy, partner. I mean, no, I'm looking he, for no, your, your just... tampons, dionglas. I don't see any of that. Right, and he's looking at this like, what the fuck is this? So, like, from his perspective, I can get, like, why he has no idea what he's looking for. He asked the store worker. He probably showed them the uh, the app and said, hey, where can I find this? Store worker looks at it and says, tampons, okay, uh, right over here, but I don't see any Qtex tampons, which, of course, you're not going to. Qtex doesn't make tampons. But the funny thing was, her friend was like, no, I'm not looking for, because t- he sent her a picture of the aisle. It's like the, the, it's the female sanitary products aisle. She's like, no, I'm looking for a nail polish remover. So and her immediate thought was, ugh, men can't shop. And it's like, no, lady, he doesn't speak French. And this item that came up on his list, it, it, yes, it says Qtex NTU. It's like a no-brainer because it's like, oh, oh Qtex is nail polish remover. For him, he's like, he doesn't know what the fuck nail polish uh, brands exist. He's just seeing tampons. He's trying to help you out here. You're getting upset because men can't shop. He's frustrated as hell because the Instacart app didn't even give him the proper description of what it was he's supposed to be looking for. So people have this idea that male Instacart shoppers can't shop. And it's like, no. They're handling like three, four, five different orders at the same time. They only have enough time to glance at the product, see if it's on the shelf in their immediate vicinity. And if it's not there, they got to keep it moving. 
he actually did you a favor. He went and asked a store employee to help him point this out. The store employee didn't know what he was talking about either. The store employee was probably a woman. Just... <laughs> so there you go. Double up. <laughs> there you go. This guy's getting paid $8 an hour plus tips. Like, sorry. If you use Instacart, you get what you get. That's just the long and short of it. Go you to get the what store. Okay. Well, but maybe, maybe, store, you, have, maybe you have a disability. And, and so maybe, or maybe <laughs> so, you're in so, this okay. woman's situation and your parents in their 50s. Are... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the reason I bring up the uh, the discourse is because it like, so people with disabilities took, they got so angry that this very popular Twitter user said, hey, lady, here's an idea. Go to the grocery store it, yourself. Like, boots the cat. Something the cat. It was George. George, George the, the cat. cat. There we go. George the cat. And this always the socialist this cat. Always, the socialist cat. This always. Listen, if you're getting your left excuse from a socialist cat account, <laughs> remove yourself from this mortal plane. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, the, the, so the problem is the spoonies, the the disability advocates on Twitter, and there is a there is a vast gulf between like people with disabilities IRL and people with disabilities that show up on Twitter most of the time people the people with disabilities on Twitter half the time I'm not 100% clear that they are diagnosed with disability here's the thing and a lot of the time it's like but a lot of the time it's also like I have a disability the world should contort itself to accommodate me but like none of these people have any idea what accessibility accessibility politics are about they just love to fucking complain Especially when it's on a topic that nobody even mentioned them in the first fucking place. And, and, you know what I mean? And here's yeah, here's the thing where it's like just go to the store and it's like again the fact yeah. that you're inserting yourself into this point. Well, uh, they, well, uh, disabled people can't just go to the store. It's like, well, here's the thing. Nobody if, was talking about you. Exactly. If somebody said it, like for it's like you are so offended by somebody else telling somebody else to go to the store. It tells yeah. me that you're not an able-bodied person. By the you're, way, telling an able-bodied person to go to the you're store, you're not entirely clear that maybe you're not an able. Like you're, it's like you can see that they're not yeah. quite comfortable yet, and they have to like yeah. performatively yeah. explain why they can't go to the store. And so it's like, eh, yeah. yeah, I see what. You're and here's doing. the thing: if you have to, if you have to use Instacart and you're disabled, well, fine. But but, but here's you you don't have to tell. Like, why do you need anybody? Here's my here's you don't my have question. To tell here's my question. Yeah. But suppose, yeah. like, let me give you a little example. Suppose that you are 21, let's just say, almost 22, and you're living with your parents in their 50s, and you're reaching... Hold a... on, hold we on, don't hold need on. To keep... I will get there. We don't need to read... We no, don't no, need to I'm keep... Get... Rory, Rory, Why? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, so all I'm going to say is, the reason, I... no, the reason I bring this up in the first place is because a lot of times people will front-load conversations where they know that they either fucked up or they're being completely irresponsible with a litany of conditions that would prevent them from acting like an adult is what I'm trying to say here. Right. And that's, that's, that's what is happening in this Reddit thread is the person is going to front load a lot of this conversation with their various neurodivergent disabilities and so on. The problem I have with that is that this is like, this is how we're teaching people to talk about their disability and it is fucked up and counterproductive. All right. Uh, 
My parents in their 50s are reaching a boiling point. Rory's so pissed off right now because I have this. Like, <laughs> he's so pissed because I have this old black man way of explaining stories that involves a lot of preamble. That was that was, oh, geez, fucking human. That was very very. It was such that was such a necessary preamble to this story. It was. We, we really, it was, we really needed it was. to add in the fact that people like front load a bunch of pointless bullshit about their disability. It, no, it is. No, it's, it is important because I don't want anyone to think that like this is like this is just how disabled people think act and talk it's not it's just a lot of people will rather than take responsibility try to like use well i think it, disability I think it becomes very clear very quickly that this woman does not have a disability. okay okay i don't think yeah. i i'm pretty if anybody thought that this woman was disabled it's like yeah uh, all right so yeah. you know you go ahead you read it out you read it out you read it out okay. i'm gonna my parents 50s are reaching a boiling point with my siblings and i 21 18 and 15 regarding our behavior around the house despite all of us having adhd and more than one of us having depression and i am at my wits end how to handle the situation any guidance okay important basic info none of this is important i 21 female 22 very soon am living with my parents early 50s and my two siblings 18 and 15 not putting genders as it's Less necessary, and I don't want to give it's away too much personal info. She's a chick, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I know. Yeah, there's like a certain yeah, point where no, like, it's, you it's can a, tell like that somebody is a gender, or like it's an 18 year old and a 15 year old girl. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um, back when I was in high school, I mean, they could be they them's, but whatever. Back when I was in, I mean, if so, then they're tender queers. I, I back when I was in high school, I started to suspect I had ADHD oh, no. and brought this forward to my parents. They got themselves and my siblings diagnosed, and I got my diagnosis a year a year ago alongside that my mother, youngest sibling, and myself are diagnosed with depression. Although worth no noting, none of my family know about my own diagnosis with depression for now. It is also worth noting my dad has a hard time with his temper and tends to get loud and angry quickly, which doubled with the fact that he has a very tall, imposing presence, makes confrontations with him difficult. This is what I mean. This is a problem. No guy, is, yeah. no guy at 22 is going to be like, yo, my dad's mocking me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, my dad's just styling on me. Um, makes confrontations with him difficult. This is a problem I know he's explicitly aware of from past conversations. I also want to emphasize that outside of these issues, my parents are great and honestly really cool and have been supportive of us, supportive of us in so many ways. Fair note, the rest of this post is going to be quite long. It is. So long, so as long as there's a fair bit of important context to make full sense of this, the context is not important. This is a situation that's been building over a long time. I don't want it to be a rant or anything. It is a rant. I think a lot of this information is important for getting the full picture. I don't fucking care. <laughs> share for you some information that is very important that you might so i'm, I'm checking this 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 person's um, yeah. Yeah. page and it is artist gay dying i'm sorry what incredible hoping incredible. to become yeah. a concept artist one day um oh and oh, i'm so mad but they they include posts to our bdsm community Reconciling, oh. recon hold on. Reconciling with kinks you you know you'll never you'll likely never be able to partake in over due to disability. Uh, what what <laughs> that's kink, a, that's a thing. What, okay, maybe it is in the BDSM community. 
But what what sex BDSM show are you doing that ADHD gets in the way? It's going to preclude. What? I can I can tell you right now since I have friends who do those sort of things. Yeah, no, that wouldn't preclude them at all. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? You know. Hey, maybe the maybe the kink is posting in such a way that doesn't involve you prefacing everything with "Hi, ADHD here," right? Oh God, here we go. Maybe that's maybe that's next the, one. Right, I yeah, thought so. I was polyamorous, but I but I just hadn't confronted the fact I was falling out of love. I'm. I'm just happy I could be part dude, of this community dude. either way posted to our polyamory. Okay, first off, why oh oh my god, it's so it's such a long explanation, bro. No this is a polyamory. Okay, okay. I, but I but I have I have important I have the important like paragraphs picked out here. Okay. Um uh, There's always been tension between my parents and I when it comes to household chores <clears throat> and getting stuff done. It started basically the moment I expected to pick up. Pro- I always expected to pick up proper chores in high school, and I could tell it could lead to them perceiving me as lazy. Uh, I had to be asked multiple times, which would often forget, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It very, mu- it very much led to me perceiving myself as lazy. Unsurprisingly, when I figured out ADHD was likely the reason why I had such difficulty with my motivation and memory, it was a huge weight off my shoulders. It was somewhat of a relief that my parents had it too, as it meant there was a shared experience there for them to understand. Okay, so. Quick, quick sidetrack. It is true that having ADHD will make it very difficult. Like if you have chores around the house, if you have like an ordered list of tasks to do, like, yeah, having it, having ADHD myself, I know that if, if I don't have everything sort of like organized at the beginning of the day, my day will be thrown off. I will forget half of the stuff that I'm supposed to do and focus on like some minute bullshit that could have been put aside. Like it, it does make executive function difficult. But it doesn't let you off the hook for your responsibilities. You still have to find a way to manage the disability. Um, okay. Uh, I don't think it really changed anything. Uh, zero expectations changed. Attitudes were all the same. This did mean things felt like they just grew more tense as I got older. Yada, yada, yada. All right. Where things really started tipping over is, is over the last week. Right after my mom's birthday, I got sick. I'd already been under the weather for a few days. And the day after her birthday, it hit me hard and had me in bed for a couple of days. The issue is that our house is dot, 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 pretty messy. Now, keep in mind, there is a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 15-year-old living in this house with two parents. You know the kinds of mess that 21-year-olds, 18-year-olds, and 15-year-olds make. So, yeah, it looks like a fucking tornado blew through the place, right? This house um, is like quarters. <laughs> like, I guarantee you. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah like, exactly. This is like Chris Chan's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Funnily enough, a household of five with ADHD aren't great at keeping it clean. For her birthday, my mom simply asked that we all pitch in to do a big cleaning effort around the house. Because I was sick, though, I didn't help at first. They were both pretty mad about this, and I was told that apparently if I couldn't be bothered putting in the effort to do something for my own mother's birthday, then they don't see why they should do anything uh, for my own in about a week. I would say my parents have a track record of not taking me very seriously when I'm sick unless I'm throwing up in front of them, so as frustrating as that was, it wasn't particularly new. This was pretty hurtful for me, though, and pretty really emphasized how little they take me seriously. All right. The nail in the coffin here today was that my dad called earlier asking that we do some weeding before he's home from work. This was something I already planned on doing, but, as I, but I forgot as I got very heavily sidetracked, as I unfortunately tend to do. Dad came home furious as mom was apparently nearly in tears on account of us not having done anything, plus not having done enough general house cleaning over this past weekend. He called us all parasites and emphasized how lazy we all are, how little we care, and we're just coasting along. Dude, worker. How if they suddenly both like that, died? And 
This is like worker yeah. in Parasite from The Simpsons. It, it is. Done. It, it absolutely is. Done. Yeah. This is this is this is the Albanian itchy and scratchy. Oh, um, how if they suddenly both died and we had to go into someone else's care? This behavior would have been unacceptable long ago. He told me how this was the nineties. I'd have been kicked out already. True. And the only reason I haven't is because they know I can't afford the high rent. I work barely above minimum wage, and they don't want me to be homeless. He acknowledges that my 18-year-old sibling has put in more effort than me or the 15-year-old, but still very much called them lazy parasites, too. Which goes to show you how much she's Uh, putting in. (laughs) Okay, so at some point, either tonight or tomorrow, I intend on talking to my parents about this, trying to point out the unrealistic expectations given the circumstances, how they're harming their relationship with us, how they're likely causing genuine harm to at least one of their children. And I am considering revealing to them my history with sh uh and hopes that that makes a point about the harm it's caused s slash h self-harm um but i would really love advice or tips on specific points to address them to hopefully get this through to them i'm hoping some outsider perspective will help them see where things might be going wrong okay the first time i read that i really i did actually the sexual healing i was like wait what (laughs) no no no, self-harm yeah she's she's cutting yeah um well, given how she describes disability, we don't like, let's not take it that far. <laughs> okay, here's okay. Here's Okay, so I have I have disabilities that are mostly invisible, right? I I still have many responsibilities as a husband, as a father, as somebody who is self-employed. I have days where I have very low executive function. As a matter of fact, yesterday was one of those days, right? It doesn't mean I just get to give up on my responsibilities because I have like, people that depend on me to be alive. You know what I mean? When you, there's a difference between like accommodation and accessibility and just being a fucking leech. And I, I really hate how internet discourse has like pushed people into accepting the latter category as the former category. Like, just because you have a disability doesn't now granted yes there should be accommodations for you like for example like i've had to write to my university about accommodations for me right through a previous employer i had to let them know like hey so these are some accommodations that i require and this is and also what i say is like um these are the accommodations when i say that hey i, re- I require these accommodations here is how i am managing things so it's not a, a one way relationship or one way thing it's not just that my employer owes me accommodation is also hey this is how i am managing my disability so that i can still be a productive member of this of this uh this team you know what i mean and i, I think for a lot of people like it's just a i don't know like a get out of jail free card and it, it, it's not supposed to work that way yeah no i i honestly yeah like it, it, with this i mean you could just tell that this is just a lack maturity you know what i mean where it's just like yeah they're 20 they're 21 and unfortunately there's a whole yeah (laughs) i know you're a grown-ass adult at 21 years old like the fact that it's not not in not in america not really (laughs) no i mean but well i mean you're you're old enough to hold hold up you're old enough to drink do we see yeah acting like 
complete like teenagers on Twitter every day, every single day. Every single day, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it doesn't surprise me that they do it. Should they be doing it? No, but at the same time, yeah, a lot of people when they get a diagnosis, they take uh, it as a license to behave or they want. Example: I had a roommate got very sick, and she became just atrocious to deal with in every single way. Just and justified it every time by i'm sick i'm sick and she was to be yeah. fair she was very sick but she was the thing she was did was it fibromyalgia oh god uh no <laughs> sorry what, what are those what are those, what are those? <laughs> yeah. well she did end she did end general dying. anxiety just oh oh she did yeah. end up dying no i don't feel bad about it because while we were roommates she did things like lie to her uh ex-boyfriend that her sickness was triggered by her having an abortion which she didn't have she was never pregnant and i found out later um from a mutual friend that she was hitting my dog and i had to call her and say the only reason i'm not showing up on your doorstep and hitting you right now is because you're staying at a friend's house who and i'm not going to disrespect his house I was like, yeah, no, I, you can, like, yeah, you're going to die, and I won't have to think about you ever again. <laughs> That's. But, yeah, she was yeah. unbelievably terrible to everyone around her for the two years she was sick. And, look, she didn't have to die. If American healthcare wasn't the way it was, she could have gotten an organ transplant, but the health insurance company kicked her off her plan. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's, that's tough. Good, yeah. That's tough. Uh, well, but, but like, sorry, but, go ahead, go, know, ahead, go ahead, Rory. As somebody that, that struggles with a real disability of ADHD, <laughs> um, <laughs> the real, the real, like, I really would like, yeah. I, God, just writing a book called My Struggle, and it's just all about me with ADHD. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm disabled too. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> the ADHD Hitler particle. My, my, my struggle. <laughs> And then at the bottom, with ADHD. <laughs> Dude, this is honestly—I've like, got some good. I've got some good ideas. I mean, we have the—we have. Oh God, sorry. I, I just saw that. Like they—they they have the extras of that one woman's book from the beginning. Um, oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not. We're not coming. We're well, not. We coming can't back go back to her. I know. I just. I saw it, and I'm like. Yeah. When a soulmate says no, oh boy. Okay, anyway, regardless of that, um, that that's her struggle. That's her Hitler particle being worked out. Maybe, maybe in the future, when like Fraser Anning or whoever's in charge of Australia, I really don't pay attention to that <laughs> to that benighted state or that benighted island. Um, you know, in, in Hitler and in, in America, we're going to have our own ADHD person who I, has a very very not safe for work account here on uh, Reddit. So, yeah. Yeah, so, um, the okay, so the the issue with me is that, um, like, I, I I absolutely despise when people talk about like neurodivergency, talk about like depression, talk about ADHD this way because I mean, hey, I I, I like tick all three categories. Uh, the the issue there is that, like, there's there there is a certain type of person that has been for a very long time looking for a way to get into this marginalized bag, right? Like there, there are people that really want to be marginalized um, and not because like, so somebody asked the question the other day, like, Hey, why would somebody fake a disability? Like a, a genuine question. I really want to know why would somebody fake having a disability? 
Um, to which I posted uh, a screen cap from the uh, NHS, like the uh, the you know, National Health Service's definition of Munchausen syndrome. They weren't very happy about that. I'm not, I'm not, di- I'm not diagnosing people with Munchausen syndrome. But what I will say is that like some people just like having an excuse to not do shit, it's or great. having an excuse. <laughs> well, here's okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's there's like it's basically like a like a get out of responsibility free card, right? <laughs> So yeah, what? it's just like you're on the, you're like walking. It's like oh, like can you can you like clean the kitchen? Like, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's no, it, it, there no. Granted, there is like this um, fear in the workplace uh, and elsewhere of malingerers. There's the, the idea of like malingering stretches everywhere from like uh, people who are seen as being like pill seekers or like uh, opioid seekers, right? Uh, for even for myself, you know, one of my uh, medications is a controlled substance, and it's you know, it, it, like it, it does require a sign off. I cannot get, uh, I cannot get like instant refills. My doctor has to sign off on the prescription every single time. But uh, and the people who have to get that medication have had stories of their pharmacist complete, just totally disbelieving them, or even when they've been diagnosed and they go to their doctor, their doctor refuses to prescribe it. Right, that that does happen. Um, there are people that, uh, you know, have disabilities and have to take a leave of absence from the workplace. And then people in the workplace are like, oh, God, they're just dragging it out. This shit does happen. But the problem is people don't make this difficulty any easier when they do weird shit. Like, say, yeah, it's my mom's birthday. It would mean the world to her if we actually just, I don't know, got up and cleaned up our shit off the floor. And... Could you, could you put just away won't even your, do that. It's like, but I have ADHD. Could you put away your thousands of dollars worth of like Sonic miniatures, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you put away your Funko Pops? <laughs> can, can, you, your, can, can you please like we clean our kitchen so we don't have to have a hot water or like a, a kettle precariously placed on a wrong silverware the wrong outlet in our bathroom. These, these are this is this is Chris Chandy. No, this is like these are people like where the word waffle stomping is actually functional for them. You know what I mean? Like the kind that are actually just like too lazy to get out of the shower for number two, so they just stomp it down the drain. Like this is the kind of person that does that. It just, and that I'm sorry, but that shit makes life more difficult for the rest of us because this is like all the proof that people need to say that oh these are they really disabled or are they just making this shit up? Are they really depressed or are they just sad? Maybe they should just focus on happiness. Are they ADHD or are they just lazy? They just don't pay attention. It's like, but okay, but your parents were also diagnosed with ADHD and they somehow managed to keep their shit together. So what is your excuse? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I have it's... a question. What was that? Since I did not spend basically from 2000 to 2020 on the internet much, and there's been many, many things I've learned in the last two and a half years I never knew existed. When did this habit of front-loading all disabilities all issues all identification on social media start tumblr tumblr started this shit Uh. tumblr started this shit and then when tumblr got shut down it exploded on twitter facebook and instagram it just it was like the damn broke no it's even worse it's 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 the it's it's the imagine imagine like your sump pump failing and then your whole like just like just like sewage backup you know what I mean? You know what this is? This is the opposite of grind set. <laughs> no, it is. It's like, like grind set's yeah. like, yo, just got off the call. My mom's dead, but you know what? I'm, still, grind. Make, yeah, I'm yeah. still making these sales calls, yeah, baby. 
you know, I'm, I'm at yeah. the, like, you know, I, like I've lost my leg, but you know what? I'm still out here. I'm still doing these, like, you know, I'm, cause I'm just like here, I'm grinding, I'm making my future baby. And then there's like the Tumblr side was just like, um, I have like general anxiety disorder, so I, I can't go to the store. Yeah. It's like, I mean, no, it's, I, I'm intensely agoraphobic and I'm, I, I don't like being outdoors and around people. Oh, that's terrible. When did you get diagnosed? Oh, no, no. That's a, uh, I, I self-diagnosed. I can't afford to go to a doctor. Oh yeah. By the way. <laughs> oh, then how, how do you know you have a, do these people, do, is it agoraphobia or people, do you just these people, not like to go outside? These people yeah. do not want that. That's the unintended side effect. This is why I support universal healthcare. So I could always say, well, why have you gotten diagnosed with it by a doctor? And if they say no, yeah. it's like, you don't have an excuse yeah. then. Right? Because yeah. now here's the problem. They always have that excuse of like, you know, I, I can't afford one. It's like, yeah, that is a fair point, right? I can't actually say no about that. But with universal health care, I could be like, no, you don't. <laughs> Listen up, <Yeah>. motherfucker. <laughs> like, you guys. <laughs> Again, I, I'm. Well, here's. <laughs> Any well, social two... opinion I have is pure spite. <laughs> There's two tendencies going on here. There's the tendency to over-identify, like, always, like, push that into the conversation immediately, even when that's not the subject being discussed. And then there's, like, oh, God, this this is so baffling to me. Because I have plenty of issues. I have so many issues, but I have no urge to post about them all day on social media. None whatsoever. So it's just, it's, it's so alien to me. I'm just like, I don't understand this impulse at all. It's what it, what it is is basically is here's the thing like uh, I I talked about this on a on a TikTok that I, I did um, yesterday actually or I guess like two days ago now it's the 28th but oh my god that was that was such an old man thing to do because somebody fucking cares um, <laughs> no it, it, as a matter of fact I see uh, three when I first posted from you know i'm going i'm going to see those peep show girls down at the only fans <laughs> five dollars a month and you get to peek in through this graph <laughs> she's making she's making a souffle <laughs> she's making no, no. <laughs> no what i was saying was that like okay uh you know how like um when somebody is trying to explain to you why they have a problem with somebody else or why they had a falling out with somebody else. And they can't ex- explain to you that what's up, what's up, bro. You're, you're killing yourself over there. What's going on? Just like peeping through like, uh, like, just like one of those like peep shows where it's like, they show on. Yeah. It's just like, like go, go, like going, having like a morning, like what, what's the word? What's like an old term for like a workout? Like that. At, oh no! The, what it is? is I'm it, on the electric camel right now, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the hobby horse at the gymnasium. No, it's it, it's a it's a woman with a cloche hat, like pulling her petticoats up just so, so you can catch like a glimpse of calf. Yeah, and then like for is. ten dollars, yeah. you can like pass a message through like like a tube. Next, they, have like a new, they have like a pneumatic. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Oh God, where the hell was I? <laughs> no, um, I was saying that. Uh, oh, I say you're going that. steady with a. You're, you're going steady with a man. <laughs> consider my <laughs> consider my nickel revoked, <laughs> madam. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, saying that, um, you know when people, like, have a falling out or someone's explaining, like, a, a thing that was done, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, them and their boyfriend broke up or, like, two guys fell out or whatever. And when they're explaining to you what, like, they're explaining to you, like, oh, they're, they're not seeing each other anymore. Oh, why is that? They can never actually get down to specifics. They'll, like, tell you, like, oh, the person's, like, harmful. They did something abusive. They were uh, insensitive. It was narcissistic. This and But everything that you're hearing is, like, you're explaining to me how you feel about this person. You're not actually telling me what happened. And the reason for that is because they're not really trying to tell you what happened at all. They're not interested in that. What they're interested in is like, like press ganging you, like fucking dragooning you, recruiting you into not liking this other person. Hmm. So like, they have to give you all of that preamble so that you, by the time, like you may not even, you may not even be interested in asking. It's just like, Oh my gosh, this person hurt my friend. Look how he made them feel. You may not even be interested in figuring out what actually happened. And that's kind of what happens with this sort of, like, uh, I guess, like, <laughs> Bro, I, I don't really know yourself. what to call the, the... I'm sorry, can I... Can I just... It's a disability version of tender queers. Can, I, can, like... I, share one, yeah, right. can I share one more 1920s? Oh, oh God, <laughs> So what? you look through it, it's like, oh, boy, another sponsored ad by Whittlemore's Blackface Cream. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a new bit that I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on this bit for a very What would be the what would be the nineteen twenties equivalent of, of trying to bait a nineteen twenties only girl into giving you free ass views? Into free news? Oh equivalent of that. Oh. Oh, I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen a woman with uh, flying collarbones before. <laughs> you yeah. need to you need to treat her with respect, sir. <laughs> I, I've seen many men in her pneumatic tube replies, <laughs> unbridled foppery, and it makes me... <laughs> it's like an old style. It's like an old style gentleman, but it's like a guy from like eighteen. Yeah. It's like he's like because he's in the twenties. It's like just a guy in like a, guy a from powdered, like like a powdered wig yeah. and like britches. Like that was what a man was. Back when yeah, you do laughing yeah. gas every day with your with your concubine. Oh, they were doing plenty of <laughs> laughing gas in the twenties. Yeah. Oh Lord Jesus! You put these men on Earth to break horses, and now, now they're driving horseless carriages. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like now, men stop being like their, their idea of like going, now. Now they're now they're wearing brill cream. Yeah, now they're going like they're because you know how like like recently like recent like very recently those return guys have, like jumped from like you know like Roman times to like 1987. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, yeah. like oh, they're all the way in the 90s now. <laughs> yeah. Oh they're god. Like, yeah. They're like return to the original Nintendo and the game, but like what? <laughs> Nineteen yeah. like 1999. Yeah. So this guy, it's like, man, remember when the Titanic sank? How good you felt? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> yeah. Remember when the USS Monitor and the Merrimack clashed in the open sea? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How, how many of the girls here remember the Maine? 
Not many, I'd say. <laughs> Not many, I'd wager. <laughs> I, I also like the way that they record. It's it's cool, though, I will say. I just thought of this. This is not... Like, it's kind of cool how, like, we just sort of assume that, like, that added... Like, the way of speaking from the 20s, just because, like, the recording equipment was really bad. That Like, that's just how we assume everybody in the 20s talks. Like, they just all talk like they're on, like... no. That's how they had to speak to be to, to be picked up by the radio. Exactly. That's so. That's how we yeah. all think of them. Like they're all. Oh, like, so like, so when you when you hear a man speaking in the 1920s, you hear them speaking like this because the uh, the radio would only pick up the high treble notes in their voice, and you can actually talk like this because nothing like nothing would be picked the up. The ASMR in the 20s. <laughs> hey, have you considered buying some <laughs> Miss McCafferty's vittles for me? <laughs> like <laughs> their person of like ASMR is just like uh, it's just like. I've just gone over to McGillicuddy's Dry Goods. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this is, yeah, no, I really, I really want to do 1920s OnlyFans now. Imagine, like, 1920s, like, pre-roll ads for 1920s YouTube. Imagine what kind of products they would put under the... Like, what was their, what was their, what was their prayer you at the time? I guess it was, like, people that were really, weirdly into Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would their prayer you have been? I mean, no, it would have been like Hooverites, right? It would have been like Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his his overstated socialist policies are leading America into the red hands of communism. <laughs> <laughs> like oh your God. children anyway. will. Can you imagine your children going to a school where they have to use the the same water fountain as a Polish person? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, nobody's eating uh, hard cider and like a block of cheese. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody's <laughs> eating pierogies and donuts. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be. Yeah, so here's, here's my shish kebabs. Were, yeah, yeah. What go would ahead. the '20s equivalent be of like a a viral ad, but with like you know how they have like under viral ads like the pleasure rose and like oh what would yeah, that yeah, be because yeah. yeah. I, I know that the the well, star on the ceiling would be like oh look a finger puppet <laughs> like and like a finger puppet lantern yeah. um yeah what would the the pleasure rose be it would just be like <laughs> it would be a sibian about the size of a full-grown horse no it'd just be like a it would just be like a, a like a block of like really gross like spam or something it'd be nasty <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it would be it would be it would be aspic jelly. Yeah, I, I need to know more. I because here's the thing: I don't really follow like OnlyFans at all, just because it's like, why, why would why would I pay money for that? It seems kind of weird, right? Like, yeah. so I don't know OnlyFans. Rory, Rory, you 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 don't want to part you don't want to part with your hard earned money to like see the most mid women in the entire world like <laughs> show you some leg. I mean, oh, like, no. look, I'm happy that they're making money. Like, it's, it's you don't want, you don't you don't want to get soft. Okay, so you don't you don't, don't want to get soft poor from like from mids. Come on now. All I'm all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I don't know enough to like make enough yeah. jokes about this, right? Like, yeah, fair enough. I know like white knighting guys. Yeah, like I don't even know what like a what like the version of like a creepy comment in like the eight in like the 1920s would be like. It's like, oh, I'd like to see her stepping on a, I'd like to see her stepping on like an upside down cake. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I have no been, idea. It must have been like, so hard to be. A the only, the only person, the only like old schooler, uh, like who's like sexual, 
uh, let's say the sexual proclivity was just out. The only horny poster, like from the pre-modern era that I know of, is James Joyce. My man was horny-ish. Oh, and um, uh, what's his name? The guy who wrote Le Fleur du Mal. Uh, uh, I'm about to say Baudrillard, but that's absolutely not Baudrillard. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go look it up now. Here's my question. Rika, Rika, help me out here. I feel like you know this answer. Who? Okay, here's my question. Who? Yeah. Can you imagine like how much? Like the first guy that decided to make like foot porn or like Baudelaire, uh, Charles Baudelaire. Yeah, the first guy that came up with oh, foot yeah. porn, he was probably just like that. Must have been like discovering like the that must have been like um like the sexual equivalent of like um like Alfred Nobel. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, I just stick these things together. Like, oh, I'll just make, like, a women's foot And it must have just, like, exploded, right? Because it's, like, everywhere mm-hmm. now, right? But, like, you have to admit, like, ba- back before the internet and back before social media especially, you kind of had to, like, really commit to that to, like, get on a public stage. You'd be like, oh, yeah, like, like feet. We're all into feet, right? Like, and, you, you know, you need to put yourself out there. But I imagine the first guy that did it, it was, like, an atom bomb going it changed everything. It was like the Fire Nation invading. Sorry, that's a really random comment. I just really wanted to see like... That's a, yeah. Avatar, the last airbender reference. Good one. Um, by the way, do you, do you know much about Charles Baudelaire? Me? God, no. The, the, the poet? Oh, my. Okay, remember, remember what we said previously about, like, the Chad Frenchman? Like, the most Chad of Chad Frenchman is basically, like, Michel Welbeck. Or as you say, uh, Bernard Henri Levy. Oh yeah, yeah. I and I still maintain like the most Chad of Chad Frenchman is, is uh, Welbeck. Okay, imagine like Welbeck in the 19th century. That's basically Baudelaire. Just a very, he's a very French-looking guy. I put it this way: if you were to put like a toothbrush mustache on him, he would look like Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Um, and he lived he lived with his mom for most of his life, and he had a pretty. Like, I'm pretty sure that they had an incestuous relationship. I'm like ninety percent sure that they did. And all he wrote about he wrote about like just really he was basically like he was an OnlyFans reply guy, is what he was for 19th century France. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Which would have been what like just like sending her a letter? <laughs> no, he would write. Hey, baby, really, stop. <laughs> You're he would looking write great insanely... tonight. Stop. <laughs> no, he would write these insanely <laughs> horny poems. Ha ha! Thanks. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, he 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 wrote these like incredibly like like fucked up horny poems. He would like write about like it, on the one hand, it would be talking about like I don't know, like uh, like the the uh, the the. Uh, the wondrous form of like a peach and then he would get into like fucking she wolves and then gorillas fucking it was he had the strangest <laughs> poetry i'm not even kidding you there's this no there's a book of his there's a book of poems he has called the fleur du mal i have if that. you can get a translated <laughs> yeah if you get a translated version of it go read it it is the most and i'm telling you if you can get it translated read it and tell me that is not a 19th century only fans reply guy Hundred percent. Yeah, I'll have and, to go. Th- I'll have to go through it. It's translated, but yeah, it's been a minute since I've read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I know I have the book here somewhere. Um, I'm not gonna go rifling through it because it's quarter after two in the morning. And I was gonna say we should probably wrap this up uh, because we we went on a little bit longer than I expected to. But um, 
first of all, like thanks, thanks everyone for uh, for dropping through. I know it was like pretty late in the evening. Yeah. Uh, it's now like two seventeen in the morning, but uh, no, it was great. It was great. Like uh, I'm really happy to have uh, gotten gotten to speak to you, Rika. Yeah. For oh. the first time ever. Yeah. It's nice to hear your voice. Nice to speak and, to you both uh, too. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel free to come through as often as you want. And uh, so um, the show is actually going to be on Wednesday evenings usually. It's just that uh, we wanted to have like a test run before we start next week. Uh, yeah, so Wednesday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'll be sure to put out notices uh, at least 24 hours before we start the show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks very much for uh, for coming through, Rika. Thanks to all of yeah. our listeners for listening. And, and just if you guys and, uh, if you guys really want to yeah. drive yourself insane, uh, that Amanda Trenfield woman was apparently interviewed on the morning show. Oh my god! Okay, all right, everyone.